New strikes on Iranian-backed militants far from Israel's borders, stoking fears that the United States is on the brink of a wider war in the Middle East. Uh, the U.S. hitting multiple pro-Iranian targets in the region in northern Iraq. A U.S. drone strike killed at least five militants. U.S. officials saying that it was a preemptive strike to stop an imminent attack. And then when you look here, this is a, the Red Sea right here. Uh, the U.S. shot down three drones launched by Yemen's Iran-backed Houthi militants and responded to four separate missile attacks against commercial ships. Uh, Iran-backed proxy groups actually have now launched 76 attacks on U.S. and coalition forces in Iraq and Syria since October 17th. 76 attacks. Let's discuss this now with CNN military analyst and retired Air Force Colonel Cedric Layton. All right, so Colonel, and I'm going to go back here to the region so that we can see the 76 attacks. That is an awful lot. And this tit for tat really seems to be escalating despite multiple warnings from the U.S. How concerned are you for the potential here of a miscalculation getting into a broader conflict? Well, Brianna, it's a huge concern because where these attacks have occurred, uh, you, you know, look at the Kirkuk area, you look at uh, the Al-Assad area, which is really over here. Uh, all of these uh, types of attacks really are challenging U.S. security postures. Plus, you look at everything that has happened in the Red Sea. Uh, you have all these different places, plus, of course, what happened in Syria. So every single one of these attacks is a signal from Iran and its proxies that they are not only watching what the U.S. is doing, but it's also a signal that they are prepared to act against the U.S. should they feel the need to do so. The U.S. has, of course, surged its assets, right? It's got two carrier strike groups in the region. That doesn't, though, seem to have worked fully as a deterrent. We still see what they're doing here. What can the U.S. do to get them to knock it off? So one of the key things is where they deploy these carrier strike groups. So one of them is right here in the eastern Mediterranean. Uh, the other one is right about here and at the entrance to the Persian Gulf and maybe a little bit beyond that. Uh, so that's one thing is the proximity of these groups. Plus, they also have aircraft in places like Qatar, the UAE, uh, Kuwait, and even in Jordan. Uh, so these aircraft uh, can be used to move forward. They can also preposition troops in other areas. So there are several options that the U.S. has. Plus, they can use any of these uh, strike forces to actually engage these forces, the uh, Iranian proxies, and even Iranian forces themselves, should the president direct that. Let's talk about the objective here. Why are these Houthi rebels, I mean, yes, they're attacking the USS Kearney, but attacking three commercial ships, what is the goal here? So actually, when it comes to the USS Kearney, it's kind of unclear as to whether or not they actually attacked the Kearney, uh, but the Kearney responded to protect these ships. But what they are trying to do is they're trying to limit commerce throughout the Red Sea. About 12% of all global commerce goes through this area right here, which is the Suez Canal. And the Red Sea is the line through which all these uh, ships pass. So 12% of global commerce, a lot of it is controlled by European interests. Some of it is controlled also by Israeli interests. So every time that they think there is an Israeli-related ship going through here, they want to interdict that ship. They want to stop it from moving. And when they do that, they think that they're hurting Israel's economy. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, let's talk about the ground war uh, that the IDF is waging against Hamas. Now there is this movement towards southern Gaza. And actually, as we look, uh, the IDF has dropped leaflets. You have IDF tanks that were geolocated in the Khan Yunus area. Tell us about 
some of the issues this is going to raise when it comes to mobilizing people and keeping people safe? Yeah, so this is a really interesting thing because at the beginning of the conflict after the 7th of October, everything was basically centered. All the Israeli attacks were basically centered in North Gaza and in the uh, north central part of Gaza, which is really where Gaza City is. So all of this, basically about 50% of all buildings have been completely destroyed in this area, probably more than that actually by now. So now what's happening is the Israelis are moving south along the routes right through here. But before they, this happened, before they moved south, they told all the uh, civilians in this area to move down south as well. But along with the civilians, Hamas fighters have also been interspersed within these areas. At least that's what the IDF thinks. And it's pretty likely that that's, that is, in fact, the case. And now we have the Israeli forces moving down here, coupled with air power. What they are trying to do is they're trying to go into the, all of these areas and eliminate as many uh, of the Hamas fighters as possible. But that's also going to impact the civilians. It's a very scary situation for them. They feel they have nowhere to go where they can be safe. Uh, Colonel, great to have you take us through this. Thank you so much.